Hello there. It is November 26th, 2021. Here we are today, the show about life and everything. Uh, there you go. There's my singing, talking voice. Uh, this is Betsy, and this is a show that um, is fully improvised. That should be clear really already that I haven't given myself any permission to edit. Um, yeah, one take, no edits. And the show is all about me sharing insights, perspective stories to hopefully provide you with some encouragement, support, or just some compassion along your journey. And, you know, throughout all of the episodes, my whole goal through sharing these stories is to maybe connect to something that you've been thinking about or maybe worrying about or, or trying to work through or maybe something you've been inspired by, but to connect with something that you're experiencing in a way that helps you reveal more of your own information. Um, information meaning intuition, feelings, wisdom. If this uh, episode sounds different, that's because I am not in my regular setup with my uh, microphone and everything, I have packed it all away. And um, that may have seemed like I didn't transition really smoothly uh, because I didn't. I just blew into that. But going back to the getting your own information, this show is not about me suggesting something that's like right or wrong or this is advice that I'm giving or do things how I do them. My hope is that these episodes leave you asking questions of yourself about any of the topics that that I have felt called to talk about each of these days. Um, and this show is, I get on here to do this every day or in parentheses almost every day. And um, I guess it's an experiment. It's the whole thing is me exploring what happens when I commit to getting on a microphone and sharing something that is hopefully valuable um, for you and that I do that every day and I don't edit it. So today is the Friday after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was yesterday and it is 10.30 p.m. At night, you might be able to hear that in my voice. I did my nasal rinse, so feel free to listen to the episode called "Californiversary." That came out November twelfth or thirteenth. Californiversary and medical musings. You're welcome, everybody. Um, so if I sound a little nasally, it's because I did my nasal rinse, and I have you know allergies and all that. But I'm feeling good, and. Um, we are moving next week, so that's why my whole office is packed up and I'm sitting in my office with some boxes and books everywhere, which I love my books being everywhere in view. Um, today is a day known in the United States, maybe other places. I'm not sure. I don't think so because it's based on Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving, but it's called Black Friday Sales. And um, a couple of delightful things happened today. One, we went to see at a park a childhood friend who 
um, I just love, and we grew up together, she and her family, and at a playground and just spend an hour outside, and it was absolutely wonderful. And we just were able to catch up, and I'm going to connect a bunch of different stories, okay? And then I'll tie it all together. Well, hopefully I will. So, you know, seeing a childhood friend is really wonderful. I'm grateful to have her here locally. Um, and it's just so incredibly enriching to be able to have a friend who's, you know, you've been around your whole life that you have a lot of context and history and, and everything. And yesterday, my wife, my, my wife thinks I've told her every story about my whole life. And I, She's like, well, I, you have told me that story before. And she's like, I think you've told me all these stories. And I have told a lot of stories, but I told her, I said, I definitely haven't told you every story. And there was a story that came up today that she had not heard. And when I was 11 years old, well, let's go back. When I was eight years old, um, I went from Catholic school to public school. So second to third grade, I had a lot of challenges in second grade. Um, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but I had a, a high amount of anxiety. My teacher was pretty mean. There was a bullying incident where, uh, one student tripped and hurt another student. And that student was like knocked out and not breathing. They, they were okay ultimately, but it was very traumatic. Um, and that event, witnessing that event, was has well it's there's some roots in trauma with that event um to um i experienced a metaphobia for many years after that um from age seven to about high school a metaphobia is a fear of people vomiting yourself or somebody else so hey you know what you're gonna learn something if you come listen to this <laughs> Maybe things you didn't know you were, um, that know that you didn't know. You know, we don't know what we don't know. So second to third grade, I, I went to public school after this uh, private Catholic school experience that felt really stressful and challenging just the whole school year. Every day I asked to go home because I felt sick to my stomach. So third grade, I went to public school. Well, public school, I had Mr. Genentino, who was a wonderful teacher, loved, loved, loved Mr. G., and um, the school counselor, her name uh, is Libby Keenan. And Libby Keenan would, I would get to go to these, like, essentially it's group therapy, you know, like group counseling. I got to go to these sessions and she was just wonderful. And we would pass this plush heart around and you could share your feelings. And there was something that she would have our, our class do, which is, do put ups instead of put downs. So you just, you would write, I think this was maybe one of my first exposures to like giving encouraging words to, you know, like officially at school. I mean, my parents encouraged me to give encouraging positive words to people, but um, at school we would write these put ups and put them in these notebooks. It was wonderful. And Libby Keenan was a really wonderful, loving figure in my elementary school experience, particularly after having such a stressful and anxiety-ridden school experience. And it wasn't like I went spent a lot of time with Mrs. Keenan, but 
it was one of those relationships in school with a teacher. If you've ever had uh, like a, just this nurturing presence that whenever I was around her, I felt good. Well, when I was 11 years old, so a few years later, my family, we went to, my parents took us to Disney World. I grew up in Michigan, Disney World's in Orlando, Florida. As you might know, I don't know, but it was a big deal for us to get to go. And my parents later, I learned, said they would take us one time to just check that box and say that we went. <laughs> we took our kids to Disney World. They did not want to go. We were, you know what? I wasn't 11. I think I was like nine or 10. So maybe I was like fifth grade or something like that. But my sisters, it was like, we were like 10, 11 and 15. And we went with a couple friends with, with another family that we were friends with. Not the one I saw this morning, but we, we ended up at Disney World. My mom wouldn't let me ride Space Mountain. Yes, I was bitter about it until about five years ago when I read, wrote Space Mountain for the first time. <laughs> was that five years ago? Yeah. I was basically like 37, 38, and I got to ride Space Mountain. And afterwards, my back hurt because I have arthritis in four parts of my spine. <laughs> anyway, we were at Disney World. And we're walking around Disney World, and we're in this... Um, I don't know, cafeteria or food type area. And I see Mrs. Keenan. Now, I don't know if you were ever a kid and you saw a teacher out of context, but those are hilarious situations because kids, like, basically their face, like, melts off. They're just like, what is teacher so-and-so doing at the mall or at a football game or, you know, wherever, right? Like, what are they doing at this at this, uh, you know, protest, what are they doing? Like, I don't see them anywhere about school. Do they live outside of school or do they live offside of outside of zoom? I don't know. Mrs. Keenan was there and she was holding her newborn baby. Now my memory says this, that her baby was three weeks old or two weeks old. But again, keep in mind, this is a 10 year old's memory plus 33 years. So, and my memory for certain things is really good. So certain things it's not. Mrs. Keenan had had a baby and somehow was at Disney World. And I remember standing and talking with her and being so excited to say hi to her. So excited to meet her baby. I mean, it's just one of those formative moments. I was, I, as I talked about in the episode that I did two days ago, you are a champion. I didn't grow up like around a lot of younger kids, um, definitely not around babies. So meeting somebody or like seeing somebody who I knew and had a baby, that was a big deal. And it was very, very, very rare. That really imprinted on me. Now, I don't know how many kids Libby Keenan had. I don't know. Never heard anything else about Libby Keenan until today. Really, I mean, probably maybe I heard something about, it, but I didn't know how many kids she had, whatever. My friend who I saw today, we were talking about her brother was somebody I also grew up with and that we we all like ride the ride the Peloton. We don't do it together, but now he's like doing long rides outside. And she said, yeah, he's doing long rides with so-and-so, Libby Keenan's youngest child. And I'm like, my mind is racing and I'm thinking youngest child. I'm like, I don't know how many children she has. I said, would this child maybe would have been born like in 1988? 
she said yes. And she showed me a picture of him. He's a full-grown man, and he and his wife just had a baby and showed me a picture. And I was, I was just like, this is amazing. I love this so much that I this person has floated into my consciousness two times. And it was when I was at Disney World at age 10 and also today. So that um that just felt like a magical wink from the universe. Like this baby, like now you know what this baby, like just this little peek into the window of this baby's life. Now this baby rides for 50 miles with my other childhood friend and they go over 50 they go over the Brooklyn Bridge, they do all the things. Wow. Isn't that amazing? The other magical thing that happened was we are moving next week and we have many things we need for our new house. And so, you know, there's a lot of, I think it's important to do a lot of, you know, self-education about Black Friday and capitalism and consumerism and living in a culture that is hyper-focused on material things and asking yourself how much of that is appropriate for you or not. And how's that working for all of us? Um, it's also, I think, important not to judge if people do choose to participate because if we do live in a capitalist consumer culture and many people choose to buy things on this day because it's when it's on sale. Like you can't be a hyper consumer 364 days a year and then criticize people who want to buy things one day. I mean, I'm just saying you could, you could, but that would be, that would be like, Oh, interesting. Like, how does that work? Um, so I, we, anyway, we chose to buy some things today. Um, and there was one store that both of us talked about a sale that they were having and we were really excited about it. And it's a local store and it said it's so sales going to be online in the store. And as you might imagine, it is a small, sweet house plant shop. I'm sure you were already guessing that. Like, what would be the shop that my wife and I would be so excited about potentially going to? And I said, well, we're not going to, we can't like go. And like, I mean, we've been very cautious with COVID, but also like, we're also kind of both like have, like, we, we don't see ourselves like going to wait in the line. Okay. And like getting there early because we're also moving and we're packing. It's not just like, oh, we can't stay in the line. We stay in the line for things, but just not today. Okay. So we were like, yeah, we'll go online. Well, we go get online to buy some stuff. It's online shop is closed. So we said, okay, woohoo. You know, we're not going to get to do it. That's fine. We get it. Sales were really good. They were like 50% off for the first hour and then 40% off for the second two hours. So we were like, okay, I guess we're not going to go. Well, we had to go out and do some errands. I needed some book boxes and we were going to go get a boba, twist my arm to go get a boba. So we're driving and a friend had sent me a nice text and I mentioned it to my wife and we just had like one sentence about it. And then my mind was like, oh, this friend and I want to like schedule a call and like, and then my wife says, where are you going? And I'd missed the turn, right? It's like one of these things where like you like jump, you're like thinking about something or you leave your body. She's like, where are you going? I was like, oh, uh, I totally biffed. I just totally, totally missed the turn. I just missed the turn towards our favorite boba place that I've taken a hundred times in the last 200 days. Um, <laughs> maybe not that much of an exaggeration. 
And guess what we were closer to as a result? And she's like, well, do you want to just drive by the plant shop and see like what the line looks like? And this was hours after it had opened. So, you know, two hours after it opened. So it was like, we drive by there. There's nobody in the line. So we get out and she gets out and she says, I'm going to go in because we need two plants, this for this, this for that. So she goes in and calls me. She says, are you coming in? I said, okay, I'm coming in so that I come in and uh, get the plants come out. And there was like kind of more people in there that felt comfortable. So we bought the two things and we came out. Well, once we got to the back of the car, she was like, wait, I got two plant holders and two plants, but they don't go together, which she knew. But she was like, now I need two holders for this. So you know how it is like when you get into a rush situation with the sale and you're like, I want to get out of here and like, let me get it. So then I said, okay, let's look at the clock. It was 151. This the sale, 40% off ends in nine minutes. I said, okay, look, we got to focus. If we are going to go in there, this is like, and I started feeling this feeling of excitement. Like it was going to be supermarket sweep. And we were going to get in there and we were going to get the plans that we needed. And I was really going to hone in on a plant that I really wanted in my new home office at our new house. And I was really wanting to hone in on a couple smaller plants. So we said, okay, we got nine minutes and we go in and I quickly figure out they're going to end the sale right at the hour. So you got to get in the line. So we get, so she's like, well, I can't find the right size. And I said, look, boom, I just hone in on this plant. And I'm like, this kind of plant, not this one, not this one. Yes. And then I go and I find two smaller plants, a spider plant. Another one is $8 and 50 cents at 40% off. So it's basically $5. So yay. Okay. Uh, get in the line and, and, and my wife's like, I need to get one more thing. So maybe don't get in line. And I'm thinking it's two, it's one fifty six. Like I got to get in here before. So I say, start ringing it up, start ringing it up, starts ringing it up, starts ringing. It up. Jen comes over with another plant. We get the thing and it, we do it by one fifty nine, and we're like, wow, we did it. We bring all this stuff out to the car. We still had a couple like, oh, what does this go with? What does that go with? But we kind of pulled it together. And that was a moment where I was like, you know what? I was made for, I was made for shit like this. <laughs> like, put me under pressure. Give me only a few minutes. Like, make sure to time how long it's going to take her to ring it up. Like, I will tell you this. I do not think I've ever gone into a store on Black Friday in my entire life. I, I probably have, again, like a lot of the stories I share with you on here, maybe there was a time, but it's never been a thing that my family's done or that I've done. So it's a, it's, it was like a new experience for me, but let me tell you, it was like getting the ball to take a last second shot. It was like, get in there and get your plants, you know? So I could really tap into like the excitement and how people get really fired up about it um and yeah it just reminded me of sports or like last second and so today was my first experience doing black friday shopping i didn't it wasn't planned and it just emerged it merged from the plane of possibilities by missing my turn and just saying where are we well it looks like we're close so what do these stories have to do with each other the one story I told was about seeing someone when they're two weeks old and then learning about them now that they're 33 years old and living their best life and 
just taking a moment to appreciate the people that have had an impact and influence on our lives and how those memories sometimes float in as like a loving reminder or tiny celebration of that person um, and having that context of time to see growth and to see change and to see what can happen. And then my other story is about uh, the excitement of Black Friday. (laughs) But actually, I really do think it is about being in the moment and like allowing something that you had let go of that seems to like start to reemerge. Like, oh, revisit. I guess maybe that's what both stories are about. Like, we had let go of going to the plant shop. Okay, well, now we're near the plant shop. Like, should we go to the plant shop? We're here. We're here right now. Okay, this person's name or this this memory is coming in. And so, you know, maybe in these moments when we have something we've let go of or we've forgotten about that we are revisited with, that for us to just say hello to it and get curious about it instead of just letting it fly by and um, maybe taking the next step, you know, and saying, you know what, yeah, I'll go inside. or it's just for fun. Maybe they're just fun stories that make us feel good or connect to something in you. But no matter what you did or what you're doing uh, over this weekend, I just want to send you a lot of gentleness and no matter what, how and what ways you engaged with today's cultural consumer phenomenon, um, be gentle with yourself and notice, like if you felt like, did I did I spend too much? Did I engage? Did I not want to engage in this practice? And then I did, and I'm beating myself up. Or, um, you know, whether you did, whether you didn't. If you didn't engage, are you notice? Are you are you, are you kind of judging or being harsh with other people? Um, yes, it's always important for all of us to learn, for us to hold each other accountable to all of that. And if you spent more money than you have, then and you feel bad about it then that does not feel good. Um, But the second arrow of pain, you know, it's called the second arrow in Buddhism is, is beating yourself up over it or being hard on yourself. So, you know, maybe it's a moment for us to be curious about it, to be gentle with ourselves. This, this is an unusual time and situation. So long episode today. I was going to do it quick, quick, quick. I hope the audio sounds okay. In the next several days, I'm going to be doing it on here. And, um, Sending you lots of love this weekend, today and every day. See you tomorrow.